Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I'm Derek. Derek, what's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm doing great. We're here to talk about yet another Fast and the Furious movie. So, you know, how, how, how bad can life be? Honestly. Yeah. Like, Truthfully, it, it can't be bad when you're talking about these movies. Hundred percent, great. Uh, so we watched uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, the follow-up sequel to the Fast and the Furious, uh, which does not star Vin Diesel. Um, uh, no, AJ watched it with me, and she was very surprised by that. She was like, "So when does Vin Diesel come in?" I was like, "He doesn't." She's like, "Wait, what?" It's like, "Yeah." Ah. Like this is the only. I was like, "This is the, these are the only two without." I was like, "There's only two without him." She was like. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back, right? So I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently he, uh, Vin Diesel passed on this movie because he felt that sequels were beneath him at this point in his career. Yes, um, I have actually have news on that. So I okay. have some facts. Yeah. Hit us, uh, hit which us I with can it. sprinkle down throughout yeah. the, the episode as we go. Um, so uh, Vin Diesel told IGN he turned down a huge payday in Too Fast, Too Furious to work on 2004's Chronicles of Riddick. Mm-hmm. Um the sequel to Pitch Black, mm-hmm. uh, he turned down instead of de- doing that movie for. Um, oh, he turned down twenty million dollars to work mm. on Chronicles, but Chronicles paid him fifty million. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I'm not mad at that decision. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Especially at that point in his career. Um, yeah. He said he always afraid he was afraid of getting pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has now gone on to do like nine of these movies. Uh yeah, well, which is he very originally funny. said it wasn't about the money, and then um now he's like uh now it's about like, the money. You know, it's, it's like estate planning isn't the way you plan your career. And I'm like, hmm, I would like you then to talk to you now. Yeah, exactly. Um I think um yeah, I think this movie is better. Uh, knowing what this movie is and what the vision John Singleton had for this movie, which I didn't, re- I didn't realize John Singleton directed that movie, uh, Too yeah, Fast Too Furious. Uh, I yeah. realized that on the rewatch. I was like, oh, this is a John Singleton movie. Um, knowing that in the movie that they were going for, I'm kind of glad Vin Diesel wasn't in this because I think he would have. It would have been a different movie. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Very much so. Totally like, different. It would have been Vin Diesel. It would have been uh, Dom and Brian on the run. Yes. And then the FBI picks him up and they're yeah. like, we heard you're some hot shot drivers from the West Coast. Like, it's still been kind of the same movie, mm-hmm. but I think, but like, I think the, obviously the intro would have been different. Yeah. And I, I, I really like the relationship that Tyrese and, and Paul Walker have in this movie. I think their, their chemistry is good. Um, I haven't seen this movie since it came out in 2002. Interesting. So okay, yeah. So so I have a whole different perspective as I did on that. AJ was talking, was trying to talk to me about it, and I was like, I have to watch the movie. Like, I love you very much, but this is not the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, Oh, I thought you were just watching. I was like, No, it's for the podcast. She's yeah. like, Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like so, I have to pay attention. I always, in my mind, I was always like, Oh, uh, this movie, I don't think it holds up. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's one of the good ones. Same, I, I, dude. And I'm disagree happy, now. Yeah, I'm happy to say I was wrong. Yeah, um, oh, very much so. I think this movie very much so holds up in the sense that, like, I, I did not have a problem. It, it, so much so that, like, I think this movie is less... I think this movie is more grounded than the first movie uh, in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like, there's some goofy stuff that happens in this movie, yes. But it doesn't... This movie's not as... um. 
in my mind, it's not as indulgent as some of the other movies. Like, I feel like they show a lot of restraint in this movie. Um, I, See, I, I disagree. You disagree? Okay. I definitely, from frame one, I noticed they were like, we've got a bigger budget. <laughs> True. I'm like, True. There definitely is more money a, and, on that. <laughs> and in my opinion, it was bigger budget, less of a script. Yeah, I think the script is 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 more so a just a generic action movie that they turned into a Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Um, that being said, I I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for for those kinds of action movies. Like the type of action movie that this is, like it's kind of just a late '90s, early 2000s action movie, and then they just inserted car racing into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the story that they are telling with like the sort of the charismatic bad guy who's just like mustache twirly bad and yeah you know and the all the other cover undercover cop stuff and all that like all that stuff is like very of the time uh but i think i have a soft spot in my heart for that those types of tropes and stuff like that so i oh, i love those movies and and this movie delivers on all that stuff well um i yeah i think this movie is just I think it's one of the good ones. Like I like if if I had to uh if I had to pick the good ones, this one is definitely in that batch for me. Um yeah. cuz it's rewatchable. Like it's you know, it didn't it wasn't a slog. It wasn't like, man, when is this movie over? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like yeah, no, it, it had good pacing. Like, yeah, 100%. I was kind of like, "All right, like let's keep going." Mhm. Yeah, so what did you think of uh let's take it I guess character by character. What did you think of Paul Walker in this? Uh loved him. Yep. But his use on the writer's reliance on uh, Brian's ability to say bro a lot was uh, something I, I I ended up starting to laugh at it. Yeah. Just like, height of the film, agent, I lost it. Height of the film, car chase, whatever. They get out, and then it's, they've got the two henchmen in the cars, right? Mm-hmm. And then this guy's like, he does this amazing like move. I forget what he does, but it's all, you know, you know, you know, they slip, you know, show up on the clutch and everything. And the camera's like zooming in, and you're like, yeah, car racing. And um, he does some crazy maneuver, uh-huh. and the guy goes, man, you're a really good driver. And he just sits there and looks at him, and he goes, after a beat, he just goes, thanks, bro. <laughs> and then like looks back and they keep and the scene keeps going. It's like, okay. Yeah. That's what I feel like Brian's character was boiled down to this. Thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, I'm a I'm kind of a cop, bro. Yeah. Like that's kind of how I feel about him. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Paul Walker. Yeah. Like, love him to death. But like he just didn't I don't feel like they really did anything interesting with his character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's just he's just kind of there. Well, yes, I think yes. I think uh it was funny. I was having a conversation with somebody about these movies uh more recently and this person is, is, that I was talking to is not a fan of these movies at all, like any oh, of them. Oh, okay. Like hates them all. Yeah, he well, he likes okay. the first one. He thinks the first one's really good and like was okay. groundbreaking in a lot of ways, but the, he doesn't like any of the sequels. And okay, fair, okay. fair, fair. Whatever. But, if that's your opinion, yes. awesome. Like, yeah. Uh, fair because let's be honest, the sequels are vastly different movies than the first movie. Totally yeah, the, fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I will say though is I think Paul Walker. I I would man. I wish there was a universe in which Paul Walker did not leave us because I think oh. he brings something special to these movies that we will see in later movies, uh, but that I think exists in the first movie and is to a certain extent is in this movie. But I think. It suffers because Tyrese, 
Tyrese is great in this and he's funny uh-huh. and I think I mean he goes on to be much funnier in the sequels like because they use him more as a comedic character in those sure in yeah. this he's more of like he's kind of a hybrid between the comedic relief but also like kind of doing the Vin Diesel part he's, um, a, he's a hybrid between comedic relief and the muscle exactly um, I think he does a good job in this movie but I think the reason why uh, I think the first one works so well is because Paul Walker is the one character in these movies when he's in them that is kind of grounding the movies to the real world. And mm-hmm. I think he he is for sure playing that role in the first movie and and it works so well because the movie he's the central character and the movies are following him and 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 Vin Diesel can just kind of be, you know, um what he needs to be and and all of the sort of grounding work is being done by Paul Walker's performance. In this movie they're kind of doing I mean, he's still doing what he needs to do, but this movie is <sighs> There's not as much, I will say, like, because I think also Tyrese is giving a very grounded performance as well. Mm -hmm. And so there's not as much for Paul Walker to play off of and to react to. So it just sometimes it just comes across as, man, this guy, this guy's a little boring as opposed to like, this is the guy who's like caught up in a crazy world. And we're like, where's he's the surrogate for us. It's more so like. I mean, yeah, it's just, we're just following some guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> because there's <laughs> yeah. not there's not a lot of craziness. I think because everybody is kind of giving a like, don't get me wrong. This is a crazy movie in the sense that like they jump a like a muscle car onto the back of a yacht from yeah. like a, some kind of ramp that just appears out of nowhere. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but, but that being said, like the performances in this movie are all very kind of grounded like quiet often performances like very measured and quiet performances which is cool and interesting but like doesn't give paul walker anything to kind of play off of and it kind of makes him feel underutilized in this movie um because it's like why did they call paul walker like i guess he's a good driver but like there's not a lot for him to play off of so i think the movie kind of suffers a little bit in that way but that being said, I think he's great in this. I, I like Paul Walker. Like, I think he's he's oh, yeah. you really when you go back and watch these movies with him in it, you you really miss his presence later because I think oh, yeah. there's a reason why five is, in my opinion, the best one of these franchises because it's like it's it's the perfect blend balance of like the new Fast and the Furious craziness with like the big set pieces and all that kind of crazy stuff. But also Paul Walker is still kind of grounding the film and we'll get to that movie. Turn the corner. kind of. Yes. But once he's gone, like after that movie, they just completely forget about trying to ground the movie at all. And just, they just become become superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. Superheroes that drive real fast. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of driving and you mentioned it, um, driving the car, muscle car into the yacht. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's another movie where they do that. And it Mm. came out around that same time. Starsky and Hutch with Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. Oh, interesting. They do that exact same thing, except they fl- they overshoot it, and mm-hmm. they they overshoot the yacht. But um, it's funny. They came out a year apart. Interesting. Starsky and Hutch came out in 2004, so I bet you someone was like, watched car stunt movies, like recent car stunt movies, and they watched this movie, Too Fast, Too Furious, and were like, we should do that, but make it funny where they miss it. Yeah, totally. I could totally see that happening. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Tyrese in this movie? 
He was good, man. Yeah. Uh, he was just solid. He was yeah. there to just, you know, be the quippy, funny guy and yeah. be he's. So I think he's supposed to be our new character that we're supposed to ride along with into this world. You right. Know? Right. But it doesn't quite work because we already know Brian. And right. We like Brian. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Brian's um, the one that carried us over from the last movie. Speaking of which, there did you know that there is a um, a turbocharged prelude to Too Fast, Too Furious? I did not know that. It stars Paul Walker and Minka Kelly. No, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. There are two additional short films in the franchise. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the other one is. Um, Kelly appears in a bonus feature called the Turbocharged Prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious, included on the home release of the first film. Interesting. The six-minute short shows Kelly help an on-the-run Brian Connor, Paul Walker, evade the cops on his journey from Los Angeles to Miami, Florida. She's aware he's wanted by the police and doesn't seem bothered by it. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that they did that, but that's interesting. (laughs) Back when they had to, you know, they had to come up with stuff to try to sell dvds back then which is is <laughs> hilarious um well that was back when everybody was like more features mm-hmm. like okay and that like, it, it makes the 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 premise of the first one with like stealing the dvd players even that much more funny because that was yeah. definitely like them to be like see everybody wants dvds you know what i you mean what the funniest thing is <laughs> what an anti-piracy warning at the beginning of fast and the furious mm-hmm. yeah i remember those anti-piracy warnings um <laughs> you wouldn't steal a bike exactly like, what are you talking about yeah i remember that those were those were interesting times that was very nostalgic for me yeah um uh, this instagram feed that i uh that i follow posted uh-huh. one of those and i was like well that takes me back yeah uh that yeah that for sure like those piracy warnings are very funny that's I the think, sound of a good saturday night right there i think the thing will look back 15 20 years ago uh, 20 years from now on in uh, with similar things is the amc nicole kidman introduction yeah, I think twenty years from now we'll be like, remember when Nicole Kidman was in that thing where she would be like, I, "Movies are where we love life" or whatever she says. Are where you know? the magic happens. Yeah, exactly. Where we love life. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh. e- either that or like the the COVID uh, the hey thanks for coming to see this movie in theaters COVID message that plays in front of a bunch yes. of movies like yes we're so glad you came to go see this movie now please enjoy Dungeons and Dragons you know <laughs> yes. Uh, the other one that I'm going to get is the uh, every opening thing that like Regal tries to do where they yeah. like, have the constant movie lines where you're just like, oh, my God, <laughs> if you're going to do this, you have to change it every like six months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Tyrese or the, the animated roller coaster. Get ready for the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The one where you're like. Just tell us to get ready for the movie. <laughs> yeah. I loved, uh, I thought Tyrese did a great job in this movie. He, um, he really did. Uh, yeah, he's just a great, I think his character is written really well in the movie. Um, yeah, who worse to get as an undercover cop than someone who hates cops? Uh, yep. I thought he was great. I liked his anti-sleeve policy. His casual wear is anti-sleeve. <laughs> yes, exactly. I also Going after the club? <laughs> That's for sleeves. Yes. That's time for sleeves. I, I also thought it was very <laughs> smart. Uh, that his character, like, essentially there was there to function as, like, uh, 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 part of what he was there to do was also call out whenever the movie was getting, like, 
really tropey uh because he was the one he was the one who like doesn't trust anybody and like yeah he he's us essentially he's like yeah you shouldn't trust this guy like why are you guys doing this uh i think it was cool that he was calling a lot of that stuff out because it helped to ground the movie i think um what did you think of eva mendez in this movie uh well as always Mm -hmm. what do we first say about eva mendez she's very attractive very attractive (laughs) She was like the it girl of the time. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you remember when Hitch came out? That was like the height of Ava Mendez. And, uh, uh, you know what? I, why am I asking? Every straight guy does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. She's great. Every single straight dude at the time was like, Will Smith, you are a lucky, lucky man. Yeah. Um, no, she's great. I love her. Um, she's kind of flat in this movie, though. Yeah. There's you know what n- I mean? Like, she's just kind of like, I like, it, honestly, she's her role is to be the arm candy of the drug dealer. And I feel like that's how she played it. Instead of being like an, I'm an undercover cop. She's more like, I'm an undercover cop. That's just used to the nice life and I'm not going back. And it's like, okay, well, what? Yeah. She kind of has, you're still helping them. Yeah. She kind of doesn't really have anything to do in the movie. Unfortunately, she's just there to be attractive. Truthfully. Yeah. She's there to basically raise the stakes for Brian's character. Uh, someone for him to get invested to and kind of make the stakes a little bit higher, but she doesn't really do much, which is unfortunate. Um, which is sad because it's a shame because she's such a talented actress. Yeah, I think actor. it could have you know been. I mean? like, yeah, she, I think it could have been a, an interesting element if like she didn't know that more undercovers were being added to this case, and and, they, and she's like, you guys are screwing up a case I'm trying to build. Like, get out of here, essentially. Uh, I thought that she was, the fact that she was in on it and just kind of playing ball the whole time kind of took something from oh, away from her character that I thought could have been yeah. cool. Um, but that being said, I think she she's fine in the movie performance-wise. Uh, she just doesn't really have a lot to do. Yeah, she doesn't really um, have a lot to do. What about uh, the bad guy in this movie? Uh, cartoony. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, uh, he was fun. He's yeah. everything I want, like a chainsaw wielding maniac, like South, you know, South Miami drug dealer to be. Like, yeah, I'm glad <laughs> you know he wasn't. I mean? I, I'm glad he wasn't doing an embarrassing accent. Um, oh I'm, yeah, I'm Dad. glad he didn't try to do his Tony Montana. Like I'm glad he just was kind of doing yeah, it himself. instead of being like, "This is my time to shine." Like, yeah, exactly. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought he was good. I thought he was the perfect amount of menacing. Uh, like I bought him. As like a character, well, the way it was written was really well, right? Yeah. I mean, especially with the scene where they get the detective and they put the rat with the bucket on top of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was great. Which uh, is my favorite medieval torture. Yeah, device. It just because it terrifies me. Like that yeah. would be the one that would work for me. They're like, we're gonna break your bones. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're gonna put a bucket of rats on you and light it on fire. But like, oh, okay. What do you want to know? Yeah. What was the what was the job he was recruiting them to do? Do we ever know? Like, did we ever know what exactly was it? Just to like drive money. A shipment of money was that? Yeah, the... shipment of money. Okay, drive a shipment of money to the airfield, and then it would take off. Interesting. Okay, you would think, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> you would think he would just like pay off. Like if he has cops on the take, why not just pay off a cop to make or like someone like that who's not going to get messed with to drive his money? Yeah, to but, drive it. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Uh, it's a movie. It's fine. Get your uh, dirty cop to do your dirty work. Exactly. Um, that's why you own him. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that's the Instead point. of paying the cop to Look, like, I'm not a criminal, but it's like, it's like, far as I understand this, if you own a person, yeah. they do whatever you want. Hundred like, percent. Yeah, except he's gonna like threaten to kill this guy if he doesn't 
get all the cops to not look at the airfield for a little while or something. I'm like, no, just hire him to drive the money. <laughs> yeah. He's, you know who's not going to get pulled over or accosted on the freeway? A cop car. <laughs> hey, you know what's a lot easier to convince somebody to do? Instead of throwing their entire career away by being the most conspicuous person in the force, but being like, hey, we're just not going to patrol this area for like an hour, okay? Yeah. And being like, hey, do you just want to stick this bag in your trunk and drive it to the airfield for us? Guaranteed the conversation would have been like, well, it'd be a lot harder to make a window happen, but I'd be happy to drive it for you. Yeah, exactly. I wonder why he didn't offer that is also like... I would have. Yeah. I'll if just I'm drive owned it. by somebody, be like, I'll just drive it. Yeah. They're not going to mess with me. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think, what happens if you get caught with it? Well, then I kill myself. I don't yeah, know. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think the script needed a either a better job for them to be doing or it needed some kind of... Like, why does he need recklessly good but reckless drivers to like because do this. Because they couldn't figure out a good heist to pull right. with this character. <laughs> right. And this movie, that's what it needed. It didn't need, this movie to me was more like, look how fast they go. And yeah. instead of being like, it's heisty. Like the first one's heisty, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're robbing people and he's infiltrating. Yeah. It's it's like very, you know, it's fun. It's cat and mouse. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's good. This one was just more like, ha ha, look how fast they drive. Yeah. And I it, was like, Eh. Yeah, I think the cent- I needed more of like I needed more. I need more of a reason for why they were driving yes. fast. The central mission needed needed to be stronger, I think, um uh for us to understand why we needed these guys in particular. Yeah. Um Agreed. but other than that, um yeah, I thought the villain guy was good. Um uh what'd you think of the driving scenes in this movie, the the sort of the set pieces and stuff? S- super competent. It was yep. great. Yep, solid. Um, yeah. Um, Solid. The racing uh, scenes in, that, in the beginning. I was in love with that Challenger, though. Yeah, that was that oh, orange and black Challenger. It was great. Oh, it was a great car. Like, if you could give me a car, that would be my car. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, done. Um, like if I could have any car, that would be it. Just an orange and black Challenger, and I would honestly, I would never drive it because I would never mm-hmm. want people to mess with it. I would be that person that would come out of a shopping like mall and be like, "Get away from my car!" Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Which is why I don't have nice things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um. What was I gonna say? Uh, oh, I got a quick, I got a quick pitch for uh, how you can fix the main mission. Nice. Uh, have the drug, have the bad guy, uh, mm-hmm. ma- one of his rivals, one of his rival drug dealer guys, or maybe his boss, or somebody, somebody that sure. uh, would want to get back at this guy for something, kidnaps his son, right, and is mm. like. You're going to bring me a ransom by this time or I'm going to kill your son. The only problem is uh, the amount of money the guy's asking for, uh, the guy, because he mo- because he deals in drugs, only has the money in cash. And it's at a location that is like far too far to just like transport slowly right? Uh, and, and make the window in time. So they have to mm-hmm. drive his money to this location that's like really far, but do it in a certain amount of time. So they need to drive incredibly fast to do and it because it's in Florida. They have to be evading the cops the entire time. So exactly. They have some fun back roads kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, exactly. that'd be fun. Hey, that's a way better way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Rather than just like, I don't know, take some money to an airport, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. We also need to find a reason and a way to make Brian still a cop because that makes him a good guy and he's allowed right. to do bad things as long as he's still a good guy. Right. Yeah, as long as he's undercover, he can do whatever he wants. He can kill anyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the goal, right? The that's, whole thing. That's how undercover works, right? I mean, honestly, truth be told, if I was undercover and I had to kill someone, I'd be like, well, I guess this is happening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, 
not my choice, not my preferred choice, and I don't make light of this, but like, yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to have nightmares for a while. Right. Uh, I loved the sequence where like uh, all the cars, like the big scramble sequence where all the cars. Yeah, pull that out. was cool. That, that was really Super cool. cool. Those giant trucks ramming into the cop cars. Yeah, all that was great. <laughs> and literally it just like it looked like they just got, you know, a hundred cars or whatever. Yeah. and just had them all they just dri- went to the street racing community in Florida. <laughs> yeah. and we're like, do you want to be in a movie? Yep. That's what I would do. Yeah, 100%. Like, you guys race fast. You're essentially stunt car drivers. You know yep. how to operate your vehicle. I'll uh, tell you how to do all this. Just don't hit each other and have a good time, man. I wonder I like I would I'm sure the the DVD extras of this exist somewhere, but I wonder how they coordinated all that. Like did everyone have a walkie-talkie? Um, how did they do it? Like did they patch into a radio station and have everybody put the radio on? Speaker phone by giant like <laughs> yeah. helicopter projected yeah. speaker phone. Because they were, man, they were, I'm sure they had to rehearse it a bunch of times because it looked, there was like oh, yeah, a yeah. lot of cars, like a lot oh, of cars. I was afraid. I was looking for collisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was great, Did man. Did you see there's a company that's calling, that's going, that can, it's, will pay you $1,000 to watch all the Fast and Furious movies and tally up how many car crashes there are? I did see that. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I don't know what company is doing that and why, but um, that's not a bad deal. No. I wish I honestly had more of an attention to detail like that. Yeah, no. Uh, Otherwise, I, I'd participate in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, that Yeah, th- but that sounds like it's so long. It's such a long. I know, it's a lot. It's, I just, it's I looked nine at it and I was like, movies. I, no, I was like, I could do it, but it would be hard. It's like 18 hours worth of. I know. Dude, it's yeah. That's like a lot of work. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you if you love the movies, though, it's not it's, it's not the worst job because you're not going to catch every single one. You have to go through crashes True. frame by frame, pausing it and that sounds terrible. Yeah, I know. I was like, if you, like if you wanted, AJ was like, why don't you do it? And I was like, if I want to do it right, yeah, you wouldn't have a husband for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be I'd become obsessed. It would be like my conspiracy theory. It'd be like they say there's one here, but there's not. Yeah, and isn't there like I mean, surely at this point there's some kind of AI program that could do that, right? Just like find That's, all the, car, the car crashes. Like, why are we tasking this out to human activity? Yeah, like surely there's some kind of algorithm you could write to do that. Um, but we'll see. Uh, maybe that costs more than a thousand dollars. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Um, um, what else do we want to talk about with this? Who did, what did you think about Ludacris? Oh, Ludacris is great. Um, although his fro I, is on point. His fro is great. Although I will say it is hilarious that like his character goes on to be like a super hacker, and in these movies he's just like a just mechanic. Owns a garage. Yeah, he yeah. just owns a garage, and he barely does any mechanic stuff. He's more just like kind of the like face of the mechanic shop, and he kind of just like organizes he's the events. MC. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, so, how he becomes like the tech master guru is like beyond me but um that being said Ludacris is great in this he's fun um he knows what movie he's in he's he's being funny um you know yeah. who was supposed to be in that role before Ludacris who Ja Rule oh that would have been interesting Ja Rule turned down $500,000 for a lead role in Too Fast Too Furious after Vin Diesel turned down the sequel too interesting um uh-huh cuz Ja Rule did he he what other he ended up being in some other movie around this time. Are you remember? Are you thinking of Biker Boys? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, let's look that up. Yeah, Orlando Jones is in it. Onsu mm-hmm. Kid Rock is in Biker Boys. Oh yeah, I've definitely seen the movie. Uh, I think that's what I'm thinking of for sure. Yeah, it might be. It might 
Man, Kid Rock. Woo. The man from uh, Wisconsin that has, I think he's from Wisconsin, but wherever he's from is not known as a racist state, and he and at every single concert he portrays a fe- Confederate flag. Yeah, Kid Rock is. Like I had, there's this comedian I follow that was like, "Do you know how racist you have to be to do that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Are there any other elements of this that we should talk about before we get out of here? Uh, we talked about the car racing. We talked. Uh, about... let's talk about. Uh, what's his name? The uh, the police, the dickhead, like white police agent that was always on Brian's tail, like yelling out. He's like, "They're running!" It's like they're not running. Oh yeah, um, like James Remar. <laughs> James agent Remar. Markham. Yeah, yeah. James I love Remar. James Remar. Oh, he's dude, he's so great. Good. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he's awesome. The the dad from um, Dexter. From Dexter. Uh, another thing that takes place in Miami. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, no, everything was great, man. This movie's just fun. Yeah. It's, it's just a good time. It's not complicated. There's not a lot of moving parts to it. It no. just kind of is what it is, and it happens, and then, you know, you just move on with your life. But, like, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, uh, man, I'm very interested to rewatch uh, Tokyo Drift. I haven't seen that since it first came out, so that's the next Same. movie in line, so we'll see. I know. I'm So where I'm at with that one is I'm also kind of hoping that I take a turn with this one where I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's fun. But I'm a little worried that this might, that Tokyo Drift might be the worst one of them all. And I think it's true. I do yeah. think it's true, but I, how bad it is, I don't remember. Me either. Because I remembered it being very bad when I was like, yeah. you know, when I went to go see it. But now yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll change my tune. Who's who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, well, yeah, I don't have much else to say about this. Um, no, I, I enjoyed it. It's fine. It, I think it, it it holds up just fine um, as an as a sort of like action movie of that time. And I think it, it's I fine. I will say I would like to see the movie that would have happened if Vin Diesel had said yes. That would have been interesting. Yeah, for sure. Because I think yeah. I, I, I think, though, it worked out for the better because I do think – Vin Diesel, even at this point, I think his star power may have been too big for this script or this version of the movie. Mm. I think it would have been I think this this version of the script might have been um, it would have been I think he would have been under underutilized in a movie like this. Is is my impression, and and, yeah. well, and if they I, kept the same script, hundred yeah. percent. If the script was exactly the same. Um, uh, you know, minus, you know, some of the Tyrese-isms that I'm sure were improvised and stuff like that. Yeah, for but sure. But, like, if the script was exactly the same, I do think it probably would not have worked as well because I think, yeah, I think Vin Diesel's gravitas and scream presence probably would have done more harm than good to a story like this because I yeah, think it would have been like, oh, this is this is really all we're doing in this movie, huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, we got Vin Diesel for we got you know the star of Pitch Black. You know what I mean? I think he was. Yeah. I think he. I think this movie ended up being what it needed to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sure. uh, yeah. yeah. So that being said, um, yeah, good movie. Glad it exists. Um, fun. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, people can find you online. 
Yeah, you can find me. All right. You can find me online at Asan the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more weekly regular. Uh, you uh, Thanks again so much, Eric, for joining me for another one of these reviews of uh, Fast oh, and the Furious. I'm so excited for Tokyo Drift, dude. <laughs> me like, too. Every time we do these, like, uh, so there have been moments where I've been seeing them like online. I'm like, oh, man, I want to watch a Fast and the Furious movie. I'm like, nope, I got to save them. And it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, I get so excited to watch these movies. They're so much fun. Me too. Me too. All right, well, cool. Thanks for joining me, and we will see y'all next week.